Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. Sundays are for football. And anytime we can get together on a Sunday, if it's the season or it's not the season, it doesn't matter because good things are happening. Shout out to the Countdown crew showing up strong. Absolutely love it on Sunday morning. And man, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Uh, Trade just went down. Uh, (laughs) So a little bit of an instant reaction with Julio Jones. And in case you haven't seen it yet, Julio Jones is traded to a different conference and out of the NFC West, uh, which should make us all happy and sleep better at night, to the Tennessee Titans. Um, So we're going to break down that trade, why the 49ers weren't as involved as a lot of people would have hoped, uh, what that looks like. But then the core of this episode, if you see the title and you're joining us live, it is going to be NFL Power Rankings time, and it does reflect the Julio Jones trade. So we're going to be going through all 32 and kind of looking at what this means for the 49ers, where they land. But again, stepping back a little bit and taking a little bit of a broad approach um, and kind of what that looks like um, and all those things. Oh, I see you, Barack. He, he's ashamed. Why aren't you at church? Uh, my wife is a pastor, actually, and we had home church. Uh, so we're still broadcasting live, and so that just finished a minute ago. Uh, but yeah, I was I was doing some notes and jumping in and out. And when you're married to a pastor, you get a lot more sermons than <laughs> you would have hoped. Um, I, yeah, it, it's it's what it is. But I appreciate the uh, thoughts for my soul. Uh, you are the man. It, it it's a good day. I see you, Shot Jay. Um, how are you? I'm doing extremely well. It's pretty awesome when you get a jump on here and talk some football. So let's talk about this Julio Jones thing. First off, the Falcons ended up, you know, they were trying to get that first round pick. They didn't get quite there, but they got pretty close. I didn't even think, you know, I thought it'd be a late second and the Falcons would have to eat some of the cap. Turns out they didn't have to do that. Falcons end up getting the compensation, a 2022 second rounder from the top and a 2023 fourth so more than a second, Titans obviously get Julio Jones and a 2023 sixth back. So they give up a second and a fourth. They get a sixth back. The Falcons are going to take a $7 million dead cap hit this year. Um, and the Titans take the rest, almost all of it. So that was what was crazy to me is I really thought in order to get the payment that the Titans were going for, or, sorry, the Falcons were going for it, they'd have to, you know, eat a lot more cap space, kind of like what 
Carolina did with Teddy Bridgewater. Um, the Rams did with Jared Goff, things like that. But it didn't turn out to be the case. Now, how does this affect the 49ers? We were going to be playing against the Falcons week 15. Well, now we play against Julio Jones, not week 15, but the very next week, week 16. Um, that's going to be the uh, Christmas time game, the Thursday night football game in Tennessee, one of the best games of the year for sure, and there's a reason why it's got a primetime slot there. Um, so that's going to be fun. So it doesn't really affect the 49ers really at all. The great news is that we don't have to play them twice a year. Uh, there were rumors, you know, Seattle, and of course the Rams are involved in everything. And, you know, I would have loved to have had Julio Jones. But um, it would have cost us more to get Julio than what the Titans paid. The reason why it would have cost us more is we're in the same conference. Uh, nobody wants to trade top-tier talent to the same conference. You want to trade them away, so you don't have to worry about them unless you make the Super Bowl. And let's be honest... Falcons are very, very far away from the Super Bowl. And whenever we get to our power rankings, I think you'll, you'll understand. I've, I'm really low on the Falcons. I think they're already in a rebuilding mode. They just don't know it yet. The roster definitely says rebuild. Um, but if the 49ers were going to get them, they would have had to pay even more than the second and the fourth. You're talking probably second and the third. And they just don't have it, especially whenever you look at the fact they're already out of their first-round pick for the following two drafts. If we did just this exact same compensation, the 49ers would not be picked until the third round. And I understand Julio is incredible. He makes all 32 teams in the NFL way better. But when you step back and you look at where the 49ers are and where they're going, my favorite years for the 49ers to win the Super Bowl is 2023 and 2024. Yeah, this year, I think that they're up there. And, you know, I, I do have them top five in my power rankings for sure. Uh, we'll, we'll get to exactly where they fit. But whenever you're looking at cap, which they have the money for, this allows them to extend Warner with ease. That's 100% going to get done now. And also, there are several wide receivers out there that might get cut. Um, Jamison Crowder would be my favorite with the Jets. Um, you know, he's getting paid a lot of money. They're asking him to take less. It's possible they don't agree on a term. He gets cut and gets to go compete. He's late in his, late in his career. He wants to go play for a winner. He'd be a perfect, absolutely, you could get him on a cheap deal, probably three, four million dollars a year. Uh, that would be the best case scenario. But then there's people like Odell. I don't think Odell is going to get cut. They're going for a championship. But uh, there are some of those rumors floating around. Um, a, a few wide receivers will be let go. There is no doubt about this. Ooh, from Iron Lion. Checking in from Okinawa, Japan. Look at that. 49ers faithful from abroad. I absolutely love it. That is incredible. Um, it, one of my favorite things, you know, with the podcast, and kind of where this is gone. It's just extended across so many different borders, which which is so great. One of my favorite things is just getting emails from people saying, hey, I listen from Germany. Oh, we're in, you know, Australia, New Zealand, all over the place. It's just so fascinating. We've been doing this for over five years now. And it started off as just like a hobby, like a healthy outlet to talk 49ers after I had to get out of coaching. But it's turned into something way more. And we are so close to this being my gainful <laughs> employment and being just the full-time gig. You know, a lot of you guys know I'm teaching and all that stuff, and I love teaching. I'm always going to have to find a way to be involved in the community. 
But for what I envision this podcast to become, I'm looking for full-time employment here. Uh, that's kind of where we are. The trajectory is going with all these road trips. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing so many people in here that have already head over you know, to the 49ers Rush road trip and bought their tickets because we're, we're traveling like crazy this year. We've already got three set up. We're going to Chicago, uh, Philadelphia, and L.A. And if you haven't yet, go to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Check that out. Come party with us. We've got discount hotels set up for all you guys. But here's, here's the next step that we're going to be doing. And people keep asking me. I get all these emails. Man, more episodes. Please, more content. More content. More content. I want to do more content. I really, really do. And so what I'm going to do is this. Nothing changes as far as the podcast and everything else goes. I'm, I'm still recording the exact same number of times and all that stuff. However, for our Patreon subscribers, 49ers Rush, uh, go to patreon.com, 49ers Rush, I'm going to be giving bonus content. Again, uh, this is just extra John Chapman and 49ers Rush if you want it. If you don't, nothing will change for you. But I'm hoping once a week or once every other week to be putting extra podcasts out there, whether you watch through video, that's going to be available. Whether you're a traditional podcast, you just listen to audio, that's going to be there for you too. Over at patreon.com 49ers Rush Podcast. So all you got to do, again, nobody's losing anything. I'm just giving extra if you want extra content, um, you're already getting the two video breakdowns, film breakdowns a week. But now I'm going to be adding a whole other thing. We're going to be adding extra podcasts. And so if you want those, you just have to join in the Jerry Rice or Frank Gore tier. A lot of you guys are already in there, and I appreciate that. We have over 200 supporters, which is incredible already over there. So if you're one of those, then don't worry about it because you're still going to be getting all those extra content. But if you want to go over there and help support the show, that's what we need you to do. So head over there. Uh, again, it's $8 a month. You're getting two film breakdowns a week plus a bonus extra. It comes out to like less than 70 cents <laughs> per uh, you know, video, which are like all over 30 minutes or podcasts over 30 minutes. It's super cheap, but it helps us out here. And it's trying to get to this next level. You know, we launched the Discord channel and, you know, we're doing all this other stuff. We want to keep going. That's the goal. Um, so if you want that extra content, hey, let's go. And for all the people, man, I'm excited to meet up with you guys too. Uh, I, I love seeing these in the comments. It, it's going to be a lot of fun. And it, it, it's pretty cool to see where everything is going. Also, man, hey. Another reason to join Patreon, you get extra shots at winning content. The jersey on the screen that you can see there, Alden Smith signed jersey. We're giving it away for free. And there's two easy ways to win it. One, if you're a Patreon, you get lots of extra entries already. Hashtag Countdown Crew, you're entered in. But go follow us on Instagram. 49ers Rush Podcast, that's all you got to do. Just follow us on Instagram. If you're one of those people, I got a lot of emails. Hey, man, I'm not on Instagram. I get it. No issues with that. What you can do is leave us a review on Apple Podcasts with your email attached to the review. Just five stars, John's awesome, whatever else. You can be honest. You say John's cool and all, but uh, you know, you can fill in the blank. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so that's an Alden Smith free autograph jersey, all-time record holder. All time, most sacks in the first two years. Ahead of Reggie White. That's incredible. Uh, I know his his journey has gone through a lot of trials and tribulations, and I don't think he's quite through that yet. But whenever I think about Alden Smith, we don't get to the Super Bowl without him that year. 
Um, yeah, just an amazing talent. Unfortunately, things kind of went the wrong way for him. So there's there's just some news and notes, and let's jump into. Let's do this, man. Let's get to our power rankings, and we're gonna start at the bottom, work our way up, a little Drake style there. Uh, <laughs> so number thirty-two. 32 teams in the NFL. Who is the worst team on the John Chapman power rankings? And if you disagree with these, please let me know in the comments section, whether you're listening live or afterwards, and literally just say way too low on this team, way too high on that team, whatever else, wherever you want to put that, just make sure you kind of just comment on that and let us know. So number 32, I have the Houston Texans. I have these guys dead last. Dead last. Um... I, they went 4-12 and 12 last year with Deshaun Watson. I don't think Deshaun Watson plays this year. I don't think Deshaun Watson plays this year, not even because of the legal stuff, even though that's really, you know, whatever. I just don't think he's going to play. Uh, he He's kind of sticking to his whole thing. I'm not playing for this team. I think that he's going to kind of hold out, get all the legal stuff solved, and then demand a trade if things go his way. So we'll have to see here kind of what that looks like. Um We'll have to see. Oh, what's up, Barack? He says, uh, got to meet up with you. I have a nice custom Carlos Hyde jersey for you, LOL. Uh, yeah, man, Carlos Hyde, El Guapo, not one of my favorites, not anybody's favorite 49er, but uh, a couple decent games uh, <laughs> here and there. So I got the Texans dead last, and I kept going back and forth on which team should be dead last because I think there's three contenders, and I'm seeing some of these names there. 31, I have the Lions. We have week one, which is awesome. Uh, absolutely love that we get to play the Lions and the Jared Goff Lions. They're 5-11 and 11 last year, and they took some major steps back. Um, they have pushed all their draft capital to the future, um, and they're in a rebuild, and they know they're in a rebuild. So, And I respect that. Worst wide receiver in core probably in the last decade in the NFL. And they had the 32, 32nd, dead last defense last year. And going from Stafford to Goff, eh, it's not going to help. And <laughs> it's going to be bad. I would not be surprised if the Lions finish with the worst record in the NFL. Um, they're that bad. They are that bad. And then number 30, the Jaguars. I think this is kind of the lowest tier, right? Uh, they went 1-15. They had the worst record. They had the 31st worst defense. Urban Meyer has been the worst hire ever so far. Now, I know there's a lot of like Urban Meyer fans out there and, oh, he's going to crush it. Yeah, it might be the case. Trevor Lawrence, incredible. But if you just look at what Urban Meyer has done since he's been there, it's a it's a circus, and it's not in a positive way. Hires a racist O-line coach, well-documented racist O-line coach, doubled down on the character of that racist O-line coach, only for the owners to step in and have to fire him. Um, Trevor Lawrence, that was a great pick, then complains publicly that they missed <laughs> Kadarius Tooney, and then they drafted a player that they didn't, you know, uh, Travis Etienne, and then they're already playing him out of position. Then you got the whole Tim Tebow thing, which is hilarious to me. Like, this is just not going well. Um, I do not expect Urban Meyer to be around very long, uh, but we'll see. You know, his his offensive scheme is very, very quarterback-friendly. He's had success everywhere he's gone. But, yeah, I'm just – I'm not on – at all the Jacksonville Jaguars I, I just that team is bad they've got some good pieces uh, don't get me wrong there but it's not a good team it's just not good um, so that's where that is now things this is kind of the next up tier of teams and I, I think there's about five teams in this next tier that I just think 
0% chance of making the playoffs. And I hope I eat my words. Like, y'all mark this down. And if I'm wrong, like, I'm not one of those people that's like, yeah, but no, no, no. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And I've been wrong a lot of times before. Um, so I'm putting the Jets 29. I love Robert Sala, and I really do like Zach Wilson. I just don't think that that roster is anywhere where it needs to be. You know, they went 2-14 and 14 last year with Sam Darnold. I understand their coaching was trash and all those things. I think that they have an uphill trajectory, but I think they still have a very, very long ways to go. And again, you know, at least one of these quarterbacks is a bust every year. Telling you, man, I really don't like the Jets' offense personnel-wise. I, I think it scares me a little bit. I hope I'm wrong because I want them to be successful. But, yeah, I, I just that team is just it's a couple years out. That's all there is to it. Falcons, number 28. We opened the podcast talking about the Julio Jones trade. I don't think they're that good. I think they should have drafted a quarterback over Kyle Pitts. I really think that they should have went Justin Fields with what was still left on the clock. And I think that they're a rebuilding roster. They just don't know it yet. And so, yeah, you trade away Julio Jones. You get a little bit of draft capital. That's great. A little bit of cap relief. That's great. But they're still under trouble with the cap. And I just don't think that they have the roster to, to compete in that division. I, I think they're the worst team in that division. And I'm just not a fan. I got Giants at 27, which is crazy that the 27th spot is the lowest for the NFC East, worst division in pro sports, not just football. Giants went 6-10 and 10 last year. And it seems like things are finally starting to trend up. You know, they went and spent some money, got some big-time wide receivers, whatever else. I just don't believe in Daniel Jones. I don't believe in Daniel Jones. I don't believe in their general manager. Um, they just... I, I, there's so many questions to the Giants. Like, I would not be surprised if they just clean house after this year. Um, and they're going to find out, you know, if Daniel Jones is the guy or not. But uh, I, I just, I, I don't see it. I, I, I really, really don't. Tommy, what's up, man? He says, I was in a bad mood until you went live. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Tommy, awesome guy, uh, really good friend, and awesome talking 49ers with you as always. Welcome, brother. All right, 26, stay in the NFC West with the Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh, terrible coaching hire, terrible roster, don't know their trajectory. The draft was good. I thought that they had a good draft. They went 4-11-1 last year. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great: it, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? 
That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. But who the hell knows what is happening there? They have no vision. It seems like their entire playbook is this. Let's see if Jalen Hurts will be successful. And we'll just kind of push the entire franchise back one year just to figure out if Jalen Hurts is our guy. And if not, hey, they picked up an extra first-round pick. You remember they traded back from 6 to 12, then up to 10. Like, I, I like their draft finagling moves. They got some draft capital in the future, but I just do not see it. Uh, I really, really don't see Jalen Hurts being successful there. And a lot of it depends on the O-line. So we'll see what happens there. 25 Bengals, 4-11. and 11. Offense is going to be fun. There's no doubt about that. Jamar Chase, right? T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon. Got so many fun pieces. Joe Burrow, obviously. But man, that old line is bad, and the defense is worse. Abysmal. I'm bringing back a word from the past. That's where I have the bagels, 25. And they're so fun to root for because Joe Burrow's just so fun. He's way ahead um, from his ACL like recovery. But, man, I just don't see it. They're just not there to compete yet. It's just not a solid team. And this next one's going to be a surprise. And this is the new tier. So 25 and below, those are just teams that, man, they're, you know, they're rebuilding, whatever else. These are teams, and, again, as I go through these rankings and I look, like any of these teams can make the playoffs. The depth in the NFL roster-wise is really, really good from here on up. But there's just some teams that I just don't see having success this year. Number 24 in my power rankings, the Las Vegas Raiders. They went 8-8 eight eight last year. I think they got worse. They had the number 30 defense in the NFL. Way too many holes. Still no pass rush. And they had to get rid of the best asset on their team, which was their offensive line, because the owner couldn't afford to make cash payments. They are cash-strapped, and they are hurt. Um, I do think that this will be the last year for Mike Mayock, unfortunately, as the GM. I like Mike Mayock a lot, but uh, I just don't see it with the Raiders. I'm not a Derek Carr believer. Um, yes, they have some nice you know, talent outside, but I just don't see it. I, I really, really don't see it. Number 23, the fighting Kirk Cousins, <laughs> the Minnesota Vikings. Um, yeah, and, and that's just kind of where it is. Oh, let me give this. Uh, this is huge. Shout out to the gift, the 49ers Ultimate Report. Um, I've got three podcasts that I'm getting done today. Uh, this one, obviously, but I'm going to be a guest on the 49ers Ultimate Report, and they're awesome. They do a hell of a job. So wherever it is you listen to your podcast, and if you're on YouTube, go over there, hit subscribe. I'm going to be joining them at 415. 
Um, and shout out to them and their patience. I had to reschedule. I had some family stuff come up and whatever else. Uh, so appreciate their patience. And so, yeah, go hit subscribe to their channel. 49ers Ultimate Report. They're incredible. I'm going to be joining them, talking some 49ers stuff. It's going to be an absolute blast. 4.15 PST Pacific Time. That's where that is. So I have the uh, Vikings at 23. Their defense is really, really bad. Not sold on Cousins. I think that they'll have a better uh, record than the number 23 team. But it's like one of those things like if you ask to make a bet on a team that could make the playoffs but has 0% chance of winning a playoff game, the Vikings are the first team that come to mind. Just not dangerous. Like they're just they're going to win some games that they should win. They're going to lose the games that they should lose. They might eke into the playoffs. But again, zero fear, just not a good roster. And their quarterback, they're done with Kirk Cousins. You know, they wanted to trade up for Justin Fields. That's been publicly, you know, put out there. Uh, didn't get him. And so we'll have to see what happens there. That's what the Vikings. Number 22, and I think this is the one that most people disagree with, the Dallas Cowboys. I am not high on this roster. Yes, offensively, fantasy football-wise, oh my gosh, salute to them. They are building this roster like a 15-year-old kid playing Madden franchise mode. But that is not how you win in the NFL. You win in the inside, out. You don't win with a whole bunch of wide receivers and running backs. That's not the way you play football. They were the number 28 defense last year, and the O-line is still really, really bad. They're hoping a couple players come back from injuries. Yeah, they drafted on defense really well, but every player they drafted has a rap sheet. <laughs> it's not going to pay it out. That is a terrible locker room, bad coaching staff. I, I'm just not sold on the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, they're going to put up 30 to 40 points a game. That's great, but it's going to be a track meet each and every game because that defense is still not very good. Number 21, I've got the Denver Broncos. They went 5-11 last year, and I think they have a top 10 roster in the NFL. Just not sold on the quarterback position. Really not. Um, I know that they traded for Teddy Bridgewater, and they got a great deal. They have Drew Locke there, and they're just going to let them compete. They had the opportunity to go get Justin Fields and fix everything. They passed on it for a corner. Got a great one out of Alabama. No doubt about that. But cornerbacks are not – if you have the chance to get an elite quarterback, you should have done it. Um, so I, I just – I like the Broncos. I think their roster is great. It's just, man, you've got to be able to throw the ball at some point to win in this league, and they don't have that. Uh, number 20, I've got the Saints. They were 12-4. and four. I, I've got them falling considerably without Drew Brees. You know, I don't know who the quarterback is going to be there, but their roster is not as good as it was a year ago. And on top of that, man, Jameis Winston – I know that he has like a secret fan base out there, but you don't win football games when you turn the ball over. He's the most in, uh, turnover-prone quarterback in the history of the NFL. Yes, he has talent. I get it. He had LASIK. He's had a year to sit and learn. Awesome. Got to see it before it happens. Uh, he was in the 30-30 club, which some people has a positive. I do not. <laughs> 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions, first quarterback in NFL history. I just don't think you win football games that way. Uh, look at the, the the Bucks, right? You go from him, can't even make the playoffs, to Tom Brady. Um, and again, people are like, well, Tom Brady's amazing. Tom Brady's not that great in his old years, statistic-wise, all those things. He's surrounded by talent, but it just goes to show you. You take a quarterback out that turns the ball over like crazy. You put a quarterback in that doesn't turn the ball over. They win the damn Super Bowl. 
Um, and so I just not a fan of the saints. I don't think that they have a quarterback on their roster. I'm not a Taysom Hill guy. He's a gadget guy only. Uh, that's what I see there. Number 19. I've got the Carolina Panthers. They went five and 11 last year. And I think that their roster is pretty damn solid. I want to move this team up higher, but I can't do it until Sam Darnold shows something um outside of just terrible quarterback play um so yeah i I don't know man like i i like the panthers roster i like their coaching staff i really do i think joe brady's one of the best offensive coordinators in the nfl but there's still just too many issues uh their defense is good not great Uh, that's why i got them at 19 if darnold picks it up though very possible the panthers could be a playoff team number 18 this one i want to talk about a little bit I've got the Seattle Seahawks at number 18. This is way lower. They went 12-4 and four last year. They're in the playoffs every damn year. But I'm telling you guys, and I've been, I've been on this for a minute. This is the worst Seahawks team in a decade. Russell Wilson and all the issues, it's only going to get worse now, right? Because he wanted the team. Oh, I've been talking. I called Julio. I've been talking to Julio. Eh, you didn't get Julio. I don't think they ever had a chance to get him. And I understand how good Russell Wilson is. I get it. He is amazing. Would I be shocked if they make the playoffs? No, I wouldn't. Would I be shocked if they win the division? I wouldn't. But I'm telling you right now, this is the last year of Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson in Seattle. I think they're both gone after this year. I think the wheels are going to fall off. I really do. Where there's smoke, there's fire. That is not a healthy organization. They draft terribly. I'm telling you right now, I really do not see... I have the Seahawks finishing dead last in the NFC West. I have them out. Now, hopefully I'm not wrong. <laughs> um, I, I, I just don't see this continuing. It's just the trajectory just looks like it's about to run into the wall. Um, so that's 18. That's where I have them. Here's the question. Oh, what's up? FEMA camp. He says, where did he have the Cardinals? I got them right here, man. Number 17. I have the Cardinals ahead of the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, the Cardinals finished eight and eight last year. They have a good roster. I think top 10 roster, terrible coaching. Cliff Kingsbury, worst coach in the NFL. I think he's dead last. Adam Gase was that Matt Patricia was that they both got fired. This is the next coach that gets fired. And sadly, I don't want him to get fired because one, I think he's hilarious Two, Um, I want him staying in the 49ers division because he's just a terrible coach. The one thing that he is good at besides drafting short players that can't ride roller coasters, is to playing the 49ers close. He always plays the 49ers close. But I just don't think he's a good coach. And if you want to listen to a really good podcast, obviously I'm not get paid by this. Um, it's called Flying Coach with Peter Schrager. Everybody knows who him. And it's it's Sean McVay and Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury going back and forth, basically just telling uh, embarrassing stories about each other. And there's a fun bit in there where <laughs> Kingsbury calls Sean McVay the night before the the Cardinals Rams game and says, Hey, I need two sideline passes. Can you help me out? <laughs> because it was at Los Angeles and McVay's like, what, how can I help you out with this? And Kingsbury tells him it's for an Instagram, European Instagram model. Help me out, man. And Sean McVay says, say no more and gets up the passes, whatever else. Like, I love that that is in the NFL, but he is a terrible coach. Um, I get it. All the girls think he's hot. No issues with that. But like, come on, man. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's where I have, him. I have Cardinals 17 Seahawks 18. Um, yeah, a lot of people are going to disagree with me on those takes. But as I look at these teams above, the rosters 
The quarterback play, besides Seahawks, yeah, Russell Wilson's amazing. I get that. He is coming off his worst 10 games in his entire career, though, mind you. Uh, so it's definitely trending down. Seahawks will come out hot. There's no doubt about that. They do every year. But it's going to be going south. That's just what it is. All right, number 16. I've got the Washington football no mascot team. They went 7-9 and nine last year and still won their division. I think they improved dramatically. They had the number four defense, and their offense finally has an exciting, several exciting players, to be honest with you. They go get Fitzmagic. This probably is last year. But they have a lot of kind of options to go in the wide receiver position, running back position. I think it's just going to be a good team. The way that roster is built, I really do think they'll be a fringe playoff team, um, and I think they're going to win the NFC West or East again. Sorry about that. Number 15, I got the Patriots, 7-9 seven, seven and nine last year. Still not a top-tier roster, but they have a deep roster. What they did in free agency is basically take their roster from one of the bottom five rosters of the NFL and just plugged holes all across offense and defense. The question is, the quarterback, can Cam Newton or Mac Jones turn it on? And they're going to go as far as their quarterback will let them. Um, again, very average defense, very average kind of offense. We'll see. They have a great secondary still. That's kind of what they always hang their hat on. But if you look at the front seven, not really that great. They do get a lot of players back from COVID, but we'll have to see what happens there. They're, they're going to need a quarterback to step up, um, and I don't know if they're going to get that. Number 14, I got the Steelers. They went 12-4 and last year. You remember they went 10-0, and I think, maybe even 11-0 and before the wheels fell off. Their defense is just so good. It's unreal how good their defense is. But lost a couple key pieces. On top of that, I have no faith in that offense whatsoever. Big Ben might be great through the first eight weeks. We have seen him time and time and time again. Just wills fall off later in the year. They go draft the rookie, Najee Harris. Maybe he gets like 400 carries and Big Ben's able to last. I just don't count on it. Um, again, fantasy football, <laughs> you know, I get it, but not NFL. Number 13, the Chargers. Oh, man, I like this team so much. Seven and nine a year ago. The only other team that gets hit with injuries like the 49ers. They have our luck, if not worse, and it, it, it's just bad. It is really, really bad. So we'll have to see what happens here. That quarterback is just incredible. I love the Chargers' long-term outlook. This year, I think that they can push for a playoff spot, but I think that's kind of where their peak is. I think they might even get in, but again, they, there's still too many holes. Yeah, Joey Bosa's back. They lost his pass rushing partner for the past decade. So that's something they've always been able to hang their hat on. Not going to be able to do that this year. I've got them 13. Number 12. Oh, the Bears. They went 8-8 eight and eight last year. And dare I say this. If I knew, if I had a crystal ball, right? And I'm rubbing my crystal ball to look inside, whatever else. If I knew when Justin Fields takes over at quarterback, I would have them so much higher. I would have them so much higher than this. I think that the Bears team, their roster is really, really good. The issue is quarterback has just been straight trash for forever. I'm so glad we're going to this game. Oh, man, we're going to this game. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com, baby. Get over there. Get your tickets. And, oh, what's up, Andy? <laughs> he says, I just bought your tickets, bro. We're getting drunk. All right, man. And that, that sounds fun. <laughs> now, uh, let me just say this. You know, we're going to be broadcasting live the night before at all those games. 
and it's going to be awesome. And yes, drinks will be flowing heavily, my friends. But I'm still broadcasting live, so y'all got to take it easy on me at least until I'm done recording, and then we can kind of, you know, whatever else. We can have a good time. But uh, <laughs> this was a problem whenever we threw our Super Bowl party down in Miami. It also, amazing individuals kept bringing me drinks, which was great. But it's really, really hard <laughs> to talk on, you know, a microphone to hundreds of people for hours whenever you're, you, you know, you don't want your speech slurred and all those things. So just uh, have faith and be patient with me. We're going to have a good time. Um, anyway, so that's where I've got the Bears number 12. Number 11, the Miami Dolphins. This is, I just love what they built. They were 10 and 6 last year. Kept Tua. I, I think that was the right call. Um, Tua went six and three. Yeah, he looked bad a couple times, but I really like the way this team is trending. Finally, a Belichick disciple that is doing things right. I think they were zero for ten. Finally, got somebody um that is doing things right. I love the Miami Dolphins roster. I think that they could have the best defense in the NFL. Um, they're that good. Uh, number ten, I've got the Tennessee Titans. You know, I bumped them up one spot today. After the Julio trade. I had, I had this number. I had the Dolphins 10. I had the Titans 11. I swapped them. Um, Titans had the number four offense in the league last year, but were just trash on defense. Now, they drafted Caleb Farley. You guys know how much. Y'all know how much I love Caleb Farley. Um, so maybe he makes a huge difference. The Titans are going to be a good team. They could be a great team. It's just that defense. How... It's not about the offense. I, I don't understand it. you got to build defense. And you even have a defensive-minded head coach. But somebody's got to step up there on the defensive side. We'll see what happens. Number nine, we're in the top ten now, baby. It's so crazy some of the teams I have up here. The Cleveland Browns. And I think a lot of people would have them higher than nine. They went 11-5 and five last year, made it to the second round in the playoffs. I think they have a top three roster, top to bottom. It's hard to find holes. On their roster. My only question is their quarterback. How far can Baker take him? He had his best year ever last year. Finally stopped turning the ball over so much. But they're in the second toughest division in the NFL. The NFC West is one. No doubt about it. But the AFC North. Tough, tough, tough. And whenever you look at these these you know projections I'm going through. Steelers at 14. Browns at 9. We haven't even got to the Ravens yet. That's a tough, tough conference. Number 8. Colts, baby. The DeForest Buckner. <laughs> uh, 11 and 5 last year. They trade for Carson Wentz. I think that was a good trade. You know, they had some turnover. They draft Dylan Reduns, Trey Lance's teammate. He's going to be the left tackle there. One of my favorite sleeper teams. Um, I'll say this. Not saying you should do this with me. I did put a $5 bet in on the Colts winning the Super Bowl, um, which I don't know how crazy I am, but I'm just telling you, the odds are there. I like the Colts a lot. They're definitely going to disappoint me. But, yeah, I put that down. I, I don't know why, but I was feeling it. And I put a couple bucks down on Carson Wentz making MVP just because I think he's got the talent and he's got the team around him. I love their coaching staff. But, yeah, it's a little crazy. I mean, I'm chasing the odds there. There's no doubt about it. But it did have a big payoff, so we'll see here. Um, do I think that those things will happen? No. But, yeah, I could see it. I could see it. Number seven. The Baltimore Ravens. They went 11-5 and five last year, quietly. A lot of people kind of given up on the quarterback, Lamar Jackson. He didn't even have a down year. He just went from leading the NFL in passing touchdowns to being an average passer. Rushing's still there, all those things. Defense is still great. They were number two defense last year. 
The only question I have is, can Lamar Jackson return to that MVP caliber? Which I think he can. He's still very, very young. The Ravens have a great team. Not a good team. A great team. Uh, I've got them number seven. Number six, the Los Angeles Rams. They went 10-6 last year. They had the number one defense. But, new defensive coordinator. They lost Stokely. And they lost a couple starters on defense. You know, they didn't have the draft picks, but they upgraded the most important position of football. And I think that's Matt Stafford. I think he's incredible. And once I look at these top six teams, I could see any one of them winning the Super Bowl. Like, any one of these teams, these are Super Bowl caliber teams. You throw the Ravens in there and the Colts in there too. I'm fine with that. But the problem with the Rams is this, and I've said this repeatedly, no depth. Like, they get lucky every year with no injuries. If they have one or two injuries at a key position, they are done. D-U-N. It's over. Because they have no depth. But the Rams have a very good roster. Um, and I think they're the biggest... Let's see here. How do I say this? The biggest issue for the 49ers in getting back to, you know, winning the NFC West into the Super Bowl is the Rams. Um, that That's what that's going to be. Um, oh, what's up, JC? 49ers first takes. I love it. Appreciate the gift, man. Bringing the filthy, he says. I like it. Nice and dirty. Uh, speaking of, quick sip of coffee. It is a little earlier today, but that's okay. Hopefully you guys are enjoying this. This is fun. I like I like stepping out of the Niners like shell every now and then, but then it's just like straight Niners. <laughs> so stepping back just a little bit. Oh, we're going right back. Uh, we're going to continue our rookie series going through. Uh, we got, I think it's Diamador Lenore is up next. We just finished Jalen Moore last episode. So if you missed that one, Go give it a listen. I, I think it's the best work that we do here on the podcast is those rookie series, just diving into everything there is about them. Um, but anyway, that's what we have next up. Number five, I've got the Packers. Now, this one I have an asterisk, okay? With Aaron Rodgers, I have them number five in the NFL. They went 13-3 and last year. You know, number one offense in the NFL, most points scored. You just go on and on and on. But without Aaron Rodgers, I drop them to 13 the 13, just ahead of the Chargers. Like, this player makes such a big difference. But with Aaron Rodgers, I have him top five. I think that it's a very good roster. I actually like their draft quite a bit. But, man, you lose that, that quarterback. And here's another thing. Even though they're top five, zero threat to the 49ers. It's just a matchup nightmare for them. Uh, we 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 have destroyed them time and time again. And you're like, oh, they beat us last year. They beat us last year after that COVID short week. That was the Thursday night game, if you remember. We had no Trent Williams. We had no wide receivers. I think our starting wide receivers were Richie James and, oh, goodness, who was our other guy that was that? Yeah, Craycraft, River Craycraft. Those are our two starting wide receivers. Please. Um, yeah, I have zero fear of the Packers. If we played the Packers 10 times, we would go nine and one. That's how I feel. I don't even care uh, <laughs> who, I don't, I don't even care who, uh, our quarterback is. It doesn't matter. Number four. That's right. The fighting 49ers, the faithful themselves. They go from six and 10 to top four. Now, why do I have them so high? I think they have a top three roster in the NFL. When you look at depth, I think they have playmakers littered throughout this roster love the coaching staff D'Amico Ryans let's see how that's going to transition I think he's going to have some bumps early in the road I think he'll get them figured out by the time for the playoffs I'm telling you this right now 
If you ask every team in the NFL, what team do you not want to play? The 49ers will be the most mentioned team. Them and the Chiefs and the Bills and the Bucks, which I have all in my top four. And so there's just rosters that are built better and deeper, and I think that they're up there. So that's where I've got the 49ers. They're number four. And tell me if I'm too low. Let me be honest. Too low on the 49ers, they should be this number. Too high on the 49ers, they should be this number. They have built this roster to defeat injuries. Injuries can't stop us. Guess what happens if our quarterback gets hurt now? Oh, we get better. <laughs> we drafted so that if we get hurt, uh, injuries in the secondary, guess what? We're fine. Defensive line. Yeah, there's some guys that you got to protect. There's no doubt about that. But we had a top 10 defense last year without all those guys that we could, were, could not afford to lose. Offensive line has depth throughout. We upgraded the offensive line so much. The one position that was legitimately just upgraded. You only have five starters. We upgraded two starters out of five. And there are worse two starters. Offensive line got so much better. I love this 49ers team. I have them fourth. Um, now, Debbie, she says Bucks number one, of course. I say no. I have Bucks number three. And here's why. They had the number three offense last year. They returned all 22 starters. I get that. I totally get that. They just caught this incredible run where after the bye week, they didn't lose a game. They have a very deep roster. However, their quarterback, and that's fine. People can hate this, whatever else. Their quarterback was the worst quarterback in the game, the, every game in the playoffs. He got outplayed by the other team's quarterback every single game in the playoffs, including the Super Bowl. Eh, nah, maybe not the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes was getting hit too much, but whatever. Tom Brady's a good quarterback. I'm not saying, like, in his current state. Is he as good as he used to be? No. Is he still, like, the best 49-year-old quarterback ever? 100%. But I, I'm telling you right now, like, they're very, very good. There's no doubt about that. Could they win the Super Bowl? Oh, my gosh, yes, they just did. I, I think the other teams are better, and they're both in the AFC. Number two, I've got the Bills. The Buffalo Bills. They went 13-3 and last year. Number two, offense. They go out and they draft nothing but pass rushers. If one of those guys pans out, watch out. Can Josh Allen make the strides to MVP? He was pretty damn close last year. I, I don't know. But I'm telling you right now, I love the Buffalo Bills team. I love that roster. It is incredible. Offense and defense, running game, passing game. It's just all strides. Emmanuel Sanders is there now. I think he's going to have a great year. I think he's going to have a great year. Um, so, yeah, yeah, you know, take that what that is. And then I got the Chiefs number one, 14-2. They rebuilt that offensive line for Mahomes. They saw the only way that they could lose is when their old line was out. We'll see. Um, I, I'm not a Chiefs fan at all. <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> but uh, I think that they have the best roster. I, I, that's just what I see. So, again, you know, tell me where I'm wrong. Because I want to hear that. And I, I, I want to share. Oh, I like this. Colin just said this from um, yeah, if, from Periscope. He said, JC, I just put 50 euros on Niners at 14 to 1. I'm getting a run easy for that. I like it, man. Hey, I hope you're right. I hope you get that money, man. I, I want to see people get paid. That like That's one of my favorite things in the world. Now, a couple things just about this, the schedule for the 49ers, okay? If you look at top 10 teams, the 49ers only play four this year. We have such a favorable schedule. Now, if you look at bottom teams, 
Guess what? We play the Lions at 31. We play the Jags at 30. We play the Falcons at 28. We play the Eagles at 26. We play the Bengals at 25. We play five of the bottom seven teams in the NFL. Angel's so good. Again, this is just based off my own power ranking. So take that for what you will. Now, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. And again, I kind of want to leave with where we are. Wally says, Chapman, do I just sign up to Niners Rush? Uh, so what you do is you go to patreon.com. Okay. Then you type in 49ers Rush. If you join the Frank Gore tier, which is $8, or the Jerry Rice tier, which is 20 that comes with a lot of extra benefits. But um, if you join one of those, you get the bonus episodes because we're going to be doing bonus podcasts from here on out. Nothing changes. All the exact same number of podcasts that you guys get free, that stays the same. Nobody loses anything. That was key in making this transition. I work with my business, business, uh, my business partner, Dell, and all those things. Like we had to figure all this out. It took a while to hash out. But if you want some extra podcasts from us, that's where you're going to get them. Now, if you want to party with us at those away games, Los Angeles, Chicago, and Philadelphia, what you do is you go to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Okay? 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. And then you just pick the city you want to party. And, uh, and again, we've got reduced hotels on there, man. You save like 50 bucks a night. That's what we do. We want. We, I like it when people make money, and I want to save you money. Uh, <laughs> so that's what it is. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. It's nice to just kind of step back and kind of look at the, you know, the forest within the trees and just say, all right, where does everything fit? I got the 49ers at four, which, man, I, again, anybody in that top six, you know, the, these these are the teams that I think can win the Super Bowl legitimately. Chiefs, Bills, Bucks, 49ers, Packers, Rams. And again, if, if Aaron Rodgers doesn't come back, Packers are out of that. So I, I think those are the teams that I'm like, man, easy to see any of those teams taking it where they need to. So that's going to do it for us today. Hopefully you enjoyed it. You guys are the absolute best. And just want to say thank you for all the support. Uh, you, are the, you are the best out there. And um, I really appreciate you guys making this a possibility for me. And excited to see where the 49ers Rush podcast can go because we're just getting started. It's five and a half years in. But, uh, yeah, we're just getting started, babe. We're almost up to episode 400. We're, we're, we're getting there. But until next time, stay strong, faithful. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. 
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.